0: Welcome to the African History Network show. Uh, it is Friday, July 9th, 2021. I was, uh, it's been a very busy day. Um, so we, we're going to do an update on what's going on in Haiti. And then, uh, also we'll talk about, um, on Roland Martin unfiltered today. One of the things that we covered was the, um, the meeting that took place yesterday with uh, legacy civil rights leaders and the uh, 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 Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. And um, Roland spoke with uh, two people who were actually in the room, okay? He spoke with two people who were actually in the room um, in, in yesterday's meeting, okay? Uh, Janetta B. Cole and uh, Melanie Campbell. So I, I'm going to share an excerpt of that, uh, interview. And then, uh, we discussed it as well. Okay. Uh, on the panel. So we'll, we'll talk some about that. Um, and then, I want to uh we'll do an update on what's going on in Haiti. We see a new wave of arrests and assassination of President Jovenel Moise. Uh also early in the day, the uh story came out. There have been numerous updates throughout the day. I've been following it. Um there was uh stories that came out uh earlier that the uh Haitian officials say they have asked the U.S. forces uh to stabilize the country. And um We'll talk some about that. Uh, Two uh, arrested Americans claim they were just translators in the assassination plot. A Haitian judge says Uh, Colombia confirms that 13 of its former soldiers are among the assassination suspects in Haiti. Uh, Two arrested Americans claim uh, uh, Haiti calls on the U.S. to impose sanctions on those involved in the killing. Uh, The president's chief bodyguards, uh, President Moise, uh, his chief bodyguards will be called in for questioning next week. So there's a lot going on, a lot of moving parts. So we're going to give you an update on what's going on there. New York Times has some really good updates uh, on this story. Uh, there was a piece from Reuters. Uh, there was an article from Reuters I was looking at um, a couple hours ago. Um, this deals with U.S. rebuffs Haiti troops request after president's assassination. Uh, So there's so many uh, moving parts here. Uh, On yesterday's show, we were joined by Abiyomi Ezekwe, who's the editor of the Pan-African Newswire. And we did an hour dealing with uh, uh, what's going on in Haiti and and the history of Haiti and things like this, and U.S. involvement in Haiti and uh, the history of the French, et cetera. So be be sure to go back and watch the show from thursday uh, july 8th thursday july 8th and uh all these shows are podcasted archived at the african history network on facebook the african history network and my youtube channel michael m hotel all right and then also uh a feel-good story uh everybody is talking about 14 year old cessation zaila avant-garde who won the scripps spelling bee scripps national spelling bee she's the first african-american champion she's 14 years old but she holds three guinness book of world records for dribbling multiple basketballs at the same time she she is a phenom she i mean this little this sister is bad all right this is the epitome of black girl magic so we're going to talk uh some about her as well and i'm going to share an interview that she did uh, on cbs this morning uh today also now in the african history network show we focus on educating empowering and inspiring people of african descent throughout the diaspora and around the world because right now it's correct your own behavior what you do for yourself what you do to yourself and what you allow other people to do to you and get away with is based upon what you think about yourself what you think about yourself is based upon what you have been taught about yourself what you've been taught about yourself is based upon everything you've read heard and seen about yourself So when you control the radius of a man or woman's thoughts, you can control the covers of his or her actions because the mind can't do or teach what it doesn't know. Now, we do it with a number of different topics here on the African History Network show. We do a current events and history and politics, education, economic empowerment, entrepreneurship, relationships, love, sex, health issues, and much, much more. Sign up for our email newsletter. Text the word Kemet, K-E-M-E-T, the 22828. to sign up for our email newsletter. Text the word Kemet, K-E-M-E-T, the 22828 to sign up for our email newsletter or visit our website, africanhistorynetwork.com, africanhistorynetwork.com. Uh, my new online course, uh, that started up, uh, Sunday, July 4th. We have class number two, uh, on Sunday, July 11th, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Ancient Kemet, the Moors, and the Ma'afa. Understanding the transatlantic slave trade where they didn't teach you in school. This is a 10-week online course that I teach We do a thousands of years of history and what led what led up to the transatlantic slave trade uh, Taking place. So we'll talk some more about that as well. I want to jump into um, This uh, the story Then, with want to update on what's going on um, in Haiti Okay, so uh, We're going to go to clip one here ed um, this is dealing with, um, we'll, we'll go to clip one here in just a second. Uh, we're going to look at the live updates here from, uh, the uh, New York Times for just a minute. I've also been monitoring, uh, Reuters as well as, uh, uh, the monitoring Reuters and, um, also, uh, Miami Herald as well. So if we look here, uh, quickly at the, uh, updates from, uh, New, uh, New York Times. Uh, we see that Colombia says 13 of its ex-soldiers uh, are among suspects Thir- uh, in the uh, in the uh, assassination of uh, Jovenel Mo- Mo- uh, Moise. Uh, Haitian officials took the extraordinary step of requesting that the United States send in troops to protect the country's infrastructure. Fears grew that the fragile country may descend further into turmoil so there's a crisis going on uh right now in haiti uh colombia confirms that 13 of its former soldiers are among the assassination suspects in haiti Uh, a clearer picture of the group that the that, that haiti accuses of assassinating president jovenel moise emerged on friday as Officials in the Colombian defense ministry identified 13 suspects by name and said all were former members of the Colombia Colombian military. Two had been killed, uh, the official said, and the other 11 were in custody. And they said some had traveled to Haiti as early as May. Some had traveled to Haiti as early as May in the past. Former. Members of the Colombian military, which receives heavy financial support and training from the U.S. uh, U.S. military have acted as hired guns following their service. Colombians are attractive to those looking for military help because they often have years of experience fighting left left wing guerrillas and drug traffickers inside their own country and are often trained by U.S. experts. Okay, I want to go quickly here to uh, clip number one. This is from uh, NBC Nightly News. New wave of arrest and assassination of Haitian president, Jovenel Moise. Let's go to this clip.
1: Haitian authorities now say at least 28 suspects were involved in the assassination of the country's president, lining them up for the world to see behind a table displaying firearms, machetes and Colombian passports. Haitian police say 17 men have been arrested, including 15 Colombians and two Haitian Americans. Three suspects died in a gun battle, and eight others are still on the run. Haitian government officials identified the U.S. citizens to NBC News as James Solages and Joseph Vincent. The New York Times, citing a Haitian judge involved in the investigation, reports that the two Americans were working as translators and said they were not in the room when President Jovenel Moïse was killed. With the country in turmoil. The U.S. is sending FBI and homeland security officials to help investigate. Some protesters don't believe the government's account and are skeptical that a supposedly professional group of killers could carry this out, but be caught so quickly. Haiti is is a big upshot. Warren Lamotte is a former prime minister of Haiti. Could an assassination like this have been carried out without some inside help? A lot of people are, are, are not understanding some of the ease of access to the president's house and the breakdown of security. There's been a complete security breakdown. You know, the, the, the president's security detail. The former prime minister said Haiti's hey, first lady was shot three times tonight. She's still in critical condition at a Miami hospital, Peter.
0: All right, pause it right there. All right, we're coming up here on a break. We're going to continue this on the other side of the break. Then we'll talk about the meeting that Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris had with uh, veteran civil rights leaders, including Reverend Al Sharpton, who you can hear Monday through Friday, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on 9, 10 a.m. The Superstation WFDF, uh, keeping it real with Reverend Al Sharpton. And we'll also talk about Zaila Avant-Garde, the first African-American winner of the Scripps uh, National Spelling Bee Competition. Uh, you listen to the African History Network show, right? here on 9 10 a.m superstation the future radio i'm your host brother michael m hotel we'll be back in a few minutes
2: 9 10 the
1: Superstation, detroit's only african-american talk radio the views and opinions expressed on any program are those of the producers and or the persons appearing on the program and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of 9 10 a.m Superstation or adele media
0: Welcome back to the African History Network show right here on nine ten a.m. Superstation, the future radio. I'm your host, brother Michael M. Hotep. It is Friday, July 9th, 2021, and we are live. The call in number is 313-778-7600. 313-778-7600 is the call in number if you have a question or comment. Uh, right before the break, uh, I was doing an update on what's going on. Uh, in Haiti, uh, the turmoil there, um, in the political crisis after the assassination of Haitian President Jovenel Moise. Uh, we're gonna go back to the, uh, updates here from, I wanna go back and look at the updates here from, uh, the New York Times. Just give me a second here to flip back over. Okay. So, Um, we, we see that the uh, Colombia confirms that 13 of its former soldiers are among the uh, assassination suspects uh, in Haiti. And let me flip back over here on the screen share. Now. Colombian uh, uh, Colombian officials condemned the attack and said they were doing everything possible to assist the Haitian government in its search for the truth. On Friday, July 9th, Colombia's defense uh defense department said that the president had asked several top Colombia Colombian intelligence officials to travel to Haiti to assist with the investigation including the head of the National Intelligence Office, the head of the Police Intelligence Office and and offer, uh, from the Interpol, uh, Interpol, uh, central office in Colombia. Now I want to, um, also go to the next story here. Uh, Haitian officials say they have asked for us forces to stabilize the country. Okay. Now this was a story that came out earlier today, uh, in, in the New York times reported on this. Um, but the. Uh, The U.S. is basically rebuffing that uh, that request. Uh, Haitian government officials took the extraordinary step of requesting that the United States send troops to protect Haiti's port, airport, gasoline reserves and other key infrastructures, uh, other key infrastructure as the country has descended into turmoil in the wake of the brazen assassination of President Jovenel Mo- Moise early Wednesday morning. Okay. Wednesday, um, uh, July 7th. Now Haiti has a history of unwanted American military interventions. Uh, but fears have been growing that unrest in the streets and political turmoil, turmoil after the attack could worsen what is already the country's worst crisis in years. Haiti is plagued by political intrigue, uh, gang violence, a public health crisis driven by the coronavirus pandemic and difficulties delivering essential international aid. Uh, The Haitian Minister of Elections, Mathias Pierre, said the request was made because President Joe Biden and Secretary of State Anthony Blinken had promised to help Haiti. Now, Jen Psaki, uh, White House press secretary, uh, today said the United States uh, would send FBI and homeland security officials to Port-au-Prince, the capital of Haiti, quote unquote, as soon as possible. But a senior Biden administration official said there was no plans to provide uh, U.S. military assistance at this time. Okay, Uh, a senior Biden administration official said there were no plans to provide U.S. military assistance at this time. Now, Haitian authorities have said the assassination involved foreign forces and the police have identified more than two dozen people involved in the assassination of President Moise, including 18 Colombians and two Americans of Haitian descent who have been arrested, five others are still on the run. Now, Colombia's president asked several uh, of the country's top intelligence officials and an officer from Interpol's central office in Colombia to travel to Haiti to assist with the investigation, Columbia's defense department said on Friday. Uh, now, Mathias Pierre, the Haitian minister of elections, said the country had already been facing a large problem with quote unquote urban terrorists urban terrorists who might use the opportunity to attack key infrastructure in the country while the police are focused on their man on their manhunt he said the group that financed the, mer- the mercenaries want to create chaos in the country attacking the gas reserves and airport might be part of the plan okay now uh, the next story here, let's see. Uh, okay. I'm looking at the updates here. Uh, okay. I think I got, let me see. Did I get all the updates that I wanted? Okay. Yeah. I got all the updates that I wanted for now. Okay. We'll continue this. Uh, our discussion of this is coverage on Sunday on our Sunday show. We have two hours, uh, on our Sunday show and let me see if we can uh i want to pull up the article from reuters uh as well quickly here and once again the calling number is 313-778-7600 is the calling number if you have a quick question or comment uh word reported today and i posted this on my personal page we'll share it on uh my facebook fan page the african history network also uh Reuters has a story US rebuffs Haiti troops request after president's assassination now when i had abhiomi ezekwe on who's the editor of the pan-african newswire and, and a lot of people have been watching that uh interview and we we have it uh re-airing on our facebook on our social media platforms so be sure to follow me on my facebook fan page the african history network the african history network and my youtube channel michael mhotep i-m-h-o-t-e-p because i rebroadcast these shows throughout the day uh the united states uh, on Friday, rebuffed Haiti's request for troops to help secure key infrastructure after the assassination of President Jovenel Moise uh, by suspected foreign mercenaries, uh, even as it even as it pledged to help with investi- investigation, even as the U.S. pledged to help with the investigation. Okay. Now, the killing of uh, President Moise by a squad of gunmen in the early hours on Wednesday, July seventh, around around one a.m. at his home in Port-au-Prince, pitched Haiti deeper into a political crisis, which may worsen growing hunger, gang violence, and a COVID nineteen breakout. Uh, Let's see here. Okay. Read the rest of this article here, uh, also from um, uh, Reuters. Okay. Reuters.com uh, US rebuffs Haiti troops request after president's assassination. And when I, when I spoke with, um, when I spoke with um, Abiyomi Ezekwe yesterday, when I spoke with him yesterday, we talked about uh, US intervention in the past and US occupying uh, Haiti from 1915 to 1934 and uh, US uh, intervention in the past with uh, uh, John Bertrand Aristide, et cetera, in in this history. Okay, so uh, we're gonna have to have, uh, we're gonna have to have Abiyomi Ezekwe back to talk about these further developments as well. Okay, I I wanna go to this next story here. So, um, you probably saw a press conference that took place on thursday uh july 8th with uh, civil rights leaders reverend al sharpton mark muriel of the uh, national urban league reverend al sharpton of the national action network um Eiffel, naacp legal defense fund melanie campbell we're, uh yeah uh, we're going to go to clip number clip number two ed uh melanie campbell uh with black women's roundtable janetta b cole uh, national chair of uh negro council of women etc they met with president joe biden and vice president kamala harris to mainly discuss mainly uh discuss the need uh to preserve voting rights to pass hr 1 um to pass the uh, uh, for the people act um and and to blunt was taking place in these state legislatures with the passing of SB 202, um, et cetera, things like this in Georgia. Okay. And unlike a lot of discussions that take place, uh, so I was on the panel of Roland Martin unfiltered for those that don't know today, I'm usually a panelist every Friday. Unlike a lot of discussions that take place, Roland actually interviewed today to the people that were actually in the room because you have a lot of these conversations that take place in social media and people are running their mouths and they're not talking to anybody who's actually in the room okay so i'm I'm gonna share excerpt it was a longer interview but i'm gonna share excerpt of that interview and then roland came to me for me to comment on the interview and what took place but uh just very briefly on thursday president joe biden and i'm looking at the reporting from BlackAmericaWeb.com. also um we have reporting here from Uh, Reuters.com as well. Uh, On Thursday, President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris sat down with the leaders from the NAACP, National Coalition of Black Civic Participation, uh, National um, uh, Council of Negro Women, the Leadership Council for uh, Civil and Human Rights, the Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights Under the Law, NAACP Legal Defense Fund, National Urban League and National Action Network. The group also reportedly discussed the importance of police reform. That's something else they talked about uh, uh, passing the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act. Uh, police reform across the country amid the killings of uh, of uh, black community members at the hands of law enforcement. OK, so that, that was something else uh, that was discussed as well. Now, in our meeting with Biden and uh, with the Biden administration, we expressed an urgent need for legislation that provides equitable access to the ballot box and other and and offered strategies for mobilizing locally and nationally to ensure democracy uh, works for all NAACP President Derrick Johnson said in a statement. Okay, what we're going to do here, um, we're going to. I'm going to go to uh, this excerpt here from Roland Martin Unfiltered. Okay, Um, and uh, you you all should be able to hear me on on um, on uh, Facebook. Okay, I'm going to go to this clip here from Roland Martin Unfiltered. He's speaking with Janetta B. Cole, uh, uh, National Chair of the uh, National Council of Negro Women and uh, Melanie B. Campbell of um, uh, the National Coalition of Black Civic Participation. Uh, let's go to this clip, Ed.
2: You know, historically, it will hurt them, but unfortunately, it will hurt them. But the issue here, uh, Dr. Cole, is simple. Um, there are two senators who've made it clear that they are not going to end the filibuster. And so the question is, is pressure Is it going to be targeting cinema and Joe Manchin, Christian Cinema of Arizona, Joe Manchin of West Virginia? I mean, the arguments that Melny laid out, we have made, we have heard. Many people have said it. The reality is this: here, there are two Democratic senators who are refusing to end the filibuster. That's why the For the People Act, the Voting Rights Act, has not been passed. All of that hoopla about Joe Manchin having a Voting Rights Act compromise. That died when well, they couldn't break the filibuster. He keeps hollering bipartisanship. She keeps doing bipartisanship. They can't find 10 Republicans. So, all right, what what now? You're so right. Let's just use simple arithmetic. We don't even have to call it mathematics. We need every Democrat. I need every to stand up and speak out and vote in the interest of the people. We know that, historically, this filibuster has been used to stop issues being passed, acts being passed, that are in the interest of the people. And so I'm not going to treat you, Brother Professor Rose, and act as if this is just a little challenge. You know, we can. We can do the arithmetic, and we can convince the more, some more Democrats and maybe even a few Republicans. This is a serious challenge. And one of the things that I like so much about our time yesterday with the president and the vice president of our country is that they had a spirit of realism, not optimism. Because when you do the simple math, it's hard to call it optimism. But realism says that there are still ways that we can get legislative action. Because if we can't, we have to ask, what happened to our democracy? The only final comment. Um, I would say, Rose, one of the things that we uh, continue to Speak out uh, uh, about is uh, reform reform on the syllabus. So that that we, we put that out there, and we were good, that's part of the message too. I mean, and we it's, it's not about. Uh, I, I don't know that we can convince ten Republicans. I, I you know, the speaking, well, the answer is no. Okay, I I'm, I'm sorry. The answer is no. But well, I can tell you this, brother. You know it. We're not gonna sit on the sidelines. We gotta keep pushing and fighting it's like That's the bottom line. But, but, on the fight, get pressure. But on the fight, get y'all, but press President Biden to put more pressure on cinema and mansion. Okay, of, of course we did, Roland. Anybody that needs to be put pressure on, whether it's Democrat or Republican, it we, we we get that right. So, 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 and as I stated, we the it. We put we put it out there. We put we, we, t- we told him that he needs a really pulpit. He is the head of the Democratic Party. So those two people are Democrats. So put the pressure on your friends and your foes. But also, we, I don't think we can just do it through the normal process of just sausage making, which is why it's important that we all do what we can to push and get the people uh, we need a movement about this. We need a real movement that, that, that will take place in this country because at the end of the day, whatever we do, we won't get anything. We can get something short term if we're able to get some legisl- other kinds of legislation passed. But if we don't have the ability in 2022 to pick the candidates of choice, we are in trouble for a decade and longer because some of us have live long enough to know that. Right, So we know this is an uphill battle, and that's why it's like we need all hands on deck, and we've got to support each other, and we've got to raise the hell that needs to be raised uh, with our friends and our folks. I'm going to be cold. we Campbell, on the camera. We should appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Roland.
0: All right. Now watch this.
2: Here's the deal. <laughs> I need to see. I need to see by you putting pressure on cinema and Manchu. He's not. He's not. When he spoke in Tulsa, he said two senators. He wouldn't even name them. We knew who he was talking about, but he wouldn't name them. And so here's the dilemma that here's the dilemma that these legacy civil rights organizations are gonna have. And Cliff and La Black Voice Matter have talks about it. You're gonna come back to black folks and ask for more? What argument, what argument, what argument can be made that you got control of the House, you got control of the Senate, you control the White House, and you still can't get a, can't get a voting bill passed? Uh, Roland, um, I'm gonna try to be as respectful as I can. Um, I, I saw press conferences yesterday i saw interviews with people that were in the meeting and i thought i know i'm 50, and i think my hearing is going out so i thought i ain't hear what i heard but uh i got earbuds on right now listen to the listen to them so i i i respect the system uh i i think we need less love, vote more i'm a style slave remote uh first of all I didn't hear hey, about hey, hey pa-
0: pa- r- pause it right, <laughs> pa- right there for a minute, Ed. <laughs> okay, in case you missed what I said, okay. <laughs> I said, I think we need less love boat and more Amistad slave revolt. Th- those are both ships, but the outcome are two entirely different outcomes. We need less love boat and more Amistad slave revolt. Okay, uh, 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 go back to the clip, Ed.
2: expand this beyond just african americans this is yep. people who don't vote for democrats this is young white people yep. white college students this is latinos this ain't just a black thing dude these these people are look now we need a bumpy johnson of politics to take these people's heads off politically not figuratively not literally politically they, we're not doing anything that's gonna scare them this is, this is what I'm saying. So the other thing is we have to educate the masses. I was I was speaking in Atlanta for the Juneteenth Festival. I did two presentations. I'm speaking to, uh, I, I talked to 50 people asking questions. How many votes does it take to get a bill passed in the House of Representatives? Everybody wants reparations, but nine out of ten people can't tell you how to realistically get reparations. Okay? So we have to, under, uh, and, and lastly, I, I'll wrap up with this, brother, because you uh, ain't my show, this is yours. Um June, uh, June 1941. Executive Order 8802, President Franklin Roosevelt, with desegregated military jobs in the Department of Defense. He didn't do that out of kindness of his own heart. He did he did that because, frankly, because um, A. Philip Randolph, president of the Brotherhood of People Comporters, put his foot up his ass and threatened to put 100,000 African-Americans marching on Washington to embarrass Roosevelt after we voted for Roosevelt. See, that, see that's pressure. The thing this stuff here, man, they ain't scared of none of this stuff. The other thing is, one of the reasons why I think they're not talking about corporations, unfortunately, you know, I understand, you know, they get donations from corporations. But to hell with that, man. Look, we need more. We need less love, both more. I'm a The thing here, uh, the thing here. Okay. Um, pa-
0: pause the- it right, the- right there. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: I was trying really hard not to cuss. <laughs> On rolling show today, even though he cusses, I usually don't. I was trying really hard not to it. will take all of my restraint. Oh my God, it'll take all my restraint not to cut because I'm like, look, this ain't nobody scared of this. This is not even gonna scare Democrats. You think it's gonna scare Republicans? You're dealing with the White Nationalist Party, you're dealing with domestic terrorists in, in the White Nationalist Party. 147 of them in the House of Representatives voted not to certify. The, uh, 2020 election. Okay. Now, it, it, go watch the, go watch the full whole interview and the whole panel discussion. This is, uh, at Roland Martin Unfiltered on, on YouTube and, um, Roland Martin on, uh, Roland Martin on YouTube and Roland Martin on Facebook. We'll post the link here as well. Um, the, the pressure on corporations and we'll, we'll talk about this some more on Sunday show because we have two hours on Sunday. The pressure on corporations that we just saw like two or three months ago um when we saw pressure across the country to get corporations to speak out in opposition to to these voter restriction bills that uh are taking place all across the country right Well, the corporations have been largely silent when it comes to um these voter restriction restriction bills that have actually been passing okay and then what's going on in texas and with the texas state legislature and the Republicans trying to pass the the voter restriction bill in Texas, they've been largely silent, and they've been silently starting to uh uh donate money to Republican candidates as well and things like this. Okay, so it is going to take a fifty-state scorched earth effort. We have to engage in economic guerrilla warfare. This, uh, I'm I, I know many many of them meant well, but I'm fifty. I, I was looking I was looking at it. I I think if I was in that meeting, uh. I think I'd probably be the youngest person there. And I'm fifty. Uh so um yeah, we we need less love vote, more Amistad revolt. More Amistad slave revolt. Okay. This this is all I'm saying. Um I know that um how how should I put this? The the two Democrats that are that are obstructionists are Joe Manchin of West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia and uh Kristen Cinema of Arizona these are two obstructions now uh HR1 the For the Florida People Act and the uh the um, John Lewis Voting Rights Act they they both already passed the House of Representatives they already passed the House Democrats in the House did their job you got two obstructionists uh senators, Democrats in the Senate. No Republicans are going to vote for these bills in the Senate, period. So Joe Manchin has these grand illusions of white unity. That's basically what it is. He has these grand illusions of white unity. It's not African-American unity because it's only, it's only three black people in the entire U.S., well, two and a half. It's two and a half black people in the entire U.S. Senate. Why do I say two and a half? Because Senator Tim Scott, half the time, he does not like it. And Senator Tim Scott didn't vote for none of this stuff. Black Tea Party Republican from South Carolina. He He's not. He, now, he'll vote for he'll vote for the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act, depending upon what they come to agreement on, because he's negotiating that on behalf of Republicans. OK, he'll vote for that. He did not vote for the one point nine trillion dollar American rescue plan, even though there's four billion dollars in loan and debt loan forgiveness that's going to help black farmers in South Carolina. And other farmers in South Carolina, other farmers of color. He he ain't both for that. Um the uh the when when it came time to uh, so when you listen to the full interview, I'm I'm not sure if Roland talked about it in that in that clip I just shared for the sake of time, but in that full interview he did with uh Janetta B. Cole and uh Melanie Campbell, he talked about uh Joe Manchin saying that he thinks seven Republicans would vote for the, um, for the People Act. Okay. Dealing with voting rights in the Senate. Okay. When it came time to vote on proceeding to a debate on the For the People Act that just happened two or three weeks ago. Okay. I want people to really understand what I'm saying. The, 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 the vote that took place two or three weeks ago. Where no Republicans voted for it after Joe Manchin said he thought he could get seven to vote for it. But you need 10. Seven is not 10. Zero Republicans voted for it. It was not a vote on the actual bill. It was just a vote to proceed to a Senate floor debate on the bill. No Republican in the Senate. There are 50 Republicans in the Senate none of them voted to even have a debate on the for the people act so they're trying they, so kristen cinema who really makes dumb blondes look like Rhodes scholars as dumb as she is i mean oh my god come on she has no understanding of the history of the filibuster this is what happens when you get dumb asses in in especially in the senate they can be more neutralized in the House of Representatives because there's 435 members in the House of Representatives. You you got 100 in the Senate, and you need 60 votes to get most bills passed in the Senate. So tremendous pressure has to be put on Mansion, especially in West Virginia. This is why what Reverend William Barber III is doing in West Virginia is so important, and the the massive protest they have from people who live in West Virginia. Same thing has to happen in Arizona, but there has to be a massive uprising all across the country. Because Republicans are focused on taking back the House of Representatives in twenty in twenty twenty two midterm election. They're focused on taking back the Senate and shutting all this stuff down. Then we won't be able to get any of these bills passed. You can kiss reparations by them. And no republic look, go go look at HR 40, go to Congress.gov and look at HR forty. Look at you have 190 sponsors, 190 co-sponsors, 190 members of the House of Representatives have signed on to um they they've signed on to vote for and support HR 40. That's sponsored by Sheila Jackson Lee, Democrat from Texas. No Republicans have signed on to H.R. 40 in the House of Representatives. No Republicans support H.R. 40. No Republicans in the House of Representatives support the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act because the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act passed the House of Representatives March 3rd, 2021, by a vote of 220 to 212. No Republicans voted for the bill. So you got 73-year-old white man Joe Manchin, who's the real Jim Crow Joe. Let's be clear. Joe Manton's is the real Jim Crow. Joe, he has these grand illusions of white unity that don't exist in the Senate anymore. That stuff is gone. That stuff is gone. OK, we'll talk more about this on uh, Sunday show. I, I want to go to this uh, great story here. This is um, dealing with uh, Zaila Avant-Garde. Who won the uh, 2021 Scripps uh, Spelling Bee? And uh, this is a brilliant 14-year-old sister. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to clip three from uh, NBC Nightly News. 14-year-old makes history as first African American Spelling Bee champion. Mike. Right. this is
2: what 14-year-old Zayla Avogard is famous for this week. We say this week because
1: you're surely going to hear from Hurricane.
2: Zaila just became the first ever African-American champion of the Swiss national spelling bee. The winning word, Maria. Does this look like the English name Murray, which is even the a Canadian?
1: Bill Murray made the spelling bee. <laughs> it's actually a type of tree.
2: N-U-R-A-Y-A. That is correct. Perhaps, fittingly, her next step may be on the hardwood. You see, Zayla says for her, spelling is just an order. Basketball, Basketball's her main dish. With three Guinness World Records to her name. From dribbling to juggling. So what do you even call that? And it's good to have goals. Zayla sharing those this morning on Today. Yeah, going to hard to play basketball and
3: then maybe going to the NBA or overseas or something. It's like going to my next thing, I'm like looking at NASA or something
2: like that. Coach. About that last name, her dad changed it to adult guard in honor of jazz musician John Coltrane, his daughter, now on the fast train to SUCCESS.
0: Okay. Uh, okay, great, great story there. Um, we're running out of time here. We're going to continue for uh, those watching on Facebook and YouTube, uh, uh, keep watching. We're going to uh, keep going for a few more minutes. Uh, this is a brilliant sister. Uh, she holds three Guinness Book of World Records for dribbling uh, multiple balls uh, at a time. And uh, she's in a commercial with Steph Curry, NBA uh, great Steph Curry uh, uh, also. And she wants to go to Harvard University. Hopefully she'll choose an HBCU. She wants to go to Harvard University and, uh, she wants to also play in the WNBA, uh, or, um, also and, and possibly work at NASA, uh, as well. Okay. She's 14 years old. Now, what's interesting is that she just started competitive spelling at the age of 12, two years ago. She's 14. She just started competitive spelling at the age of 12. All right uh she said basketball she said i'm not uh she said i'm not playing it i'm really trying to go somewhere with it basketball is what i do um so th- those watching uh keep watching uh, we're going to keep going for a few more minutes we're out of time here on 9 10 a.m superstation wfdf uh we'll be back sunday remember right now it's correct wrong behavior it's not over till we win wakanda forever and we'll talk to you later peace all right stand by everybody Let's keep going here. Uh, also, if you like this type of information, you can support the African History Network, dollar sign the AHN show through cash app, dollar sign the AHN show through cash app. And then also through PayPal, paypal.me forward slash the AHN show, paypal.me forward slash the AHN show. We're here six days a week. This helps us keep doing the research, stay on the air, uh, keep broadcasting, pay some of the bills, etc. cetera. Uh, so we're going to post a link here and then uh, be sure to uh, Register for the online course that I teach on Sundays We have a new class that started up Sunday, July 4th. Okay, so it, it meets uh, 10 consecutive Sundays uh, ancient Kemet the Moors and the Maafa understanding the transatlantic slave trade what they didn't teach you in school uh we deal with thousands of years of history and what led up to the transatlantic slave trade taking place uh and i do a powerpoint presentation we have book article book references articles video clips guest speakers we do the class live all the sessions are recorded okay all the sessions are recorded so when you register for the class you can watch the archive content and you still have access to the course even after the course is over with okay um, So this class meets Sundays 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you go to our website Africanhistorynetwork.com scroll down the home page you'll see information for the radio show uh, right here do you see the uh, information for the online course? Click right here to register here it takes you to the next page and click on enroll. OK, the class is regularly one hundred thirty dollars on sale, eighty dollars. As soon as you register, you can start watching class number one. Then also you will also get uh, will also enroll you in the the uh, Saturday class that's wrapping up. We have one or two, one or two more sessions of the Saturday class uh, dealing with the same course content. And you can watch classes one through nine of the Saturday class that is archived. Also, that includes the interview I did with Dr. David M. Hotep, author of the book The First Americans Were Africans Documented Evidence. Uh, he spoke to my class on June 12th. Dr. David M. Hotep, The First Americans Were Africans Documented Evidence. And then also, um, archaeologist Nubia Wartford spoke to my class as well. And she dealt with the origins of ancient cushion and African queens of antiquity. Okay. But when we deal with the transatlantic slave trade, we can't start in slavery. We have to go back thousands of years, uh, and deal with ancient Africa, ancient Egypt, ancient Kemet, Nubia, Ethiopia, deal with Ghana, Songhai, Mali, deal with the 800 year occupation of Europe by the Africans known as the Moors. We're going to take the teachings from ancient Kemet, ancient Egypt into Europe. And these teachings are going to bring Europe uh, out of the dark ages as well. And we're going to see what leads up to the transatlantic slave trade taking place. Okay, so this is a 10-week uh, online course that I teach. You can watch from around the world. Uh, you can use this information with your children also. I would say the subject matter is, is PG-13. And uh, we have the information right on our website, AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. You can register there and also have the link here as well. Okay. All right. So we'll see you in class on Sunday. Uh, I want to go to this um, I want to go to this interview that uh, Zaila did on CBS this morning. Uh, she did this interview today, so we'll get that queued up for you. So this is a, this is a brilliant, brilliant young sister. Uh, she's the epitome of black girl magic. Um, the, uh, the online courses on sale, $80, regularly $130. And then you still have access to the course even after the course is over. So next year you can still go back and, and watch the full course. You still have access to the course. Um, I want to go to this. Interview here that she did. She's a, a brilliant sister, and to see her, see her with the basketballs as well. I mean, she's going to be uh, a, a phenom in the WNBA. All right, let me cue this clip up just a second. Okay,
4: here we go. My talk at the table is about a truly remarkable young lady. Zaila Avantgarde of New Orleans is the champion. C H A M P I O N. I don't you, even have to look, to look at the okay. prompter. I don't even have to look at the prompter of the 2021 Scripps National Spelling Bee. Take a look at the moment she won. Maria.
3: Maria. Does this word contain like, the English name Murray, which could be the name of a comedian, <laughs> or just the English name in general?
4: I don't see that here. <laughs> Bill Murray made the spelling bee.
3: Maria m-u-r-r-a-y-a
2: that is correct
4: (laughs) avant-garde is the first african-american winner in the competition's 96 year history and first lady dr jill biden was there to witness it spelling isn't avant-garde's only talent guys the 14 year old is a basketball prodigy she is one of the top eighth grade basketball prospects in the country look at that i know and wait there's more she holds three guinness world records for her dribbling skills and guess what she's joining us now awesome good morning and congratulations uh thank you (laughs) (laughs) so let me ask you Zayla. so um you hope to attend harvard you want to play in the wnba you want to maybe coach one day in the nba And that's if you don't go to work for NASA. So you have all of these hopes and aspirations, winning the spelling bee, what did that feel like?
3: Uh, it felt like really good. It's like a kind of like a dream come true because I've been working towards that goal for like two years. And so to finally have it, it's like the best possible outcome because it couldn't have gone any better. And I got to make a joke uh, on my winning word. <laughs> <laughs> you, you
4: did indeed. And, you know, you, we saw you celebrate when you won. But how did you celebrate afterwards?
3: Um, so the first, generally, generally, it probably would have taken, uh, it kind of took me strength to hold me down for a while, but then I had to chase my brother, baby brother, around. He tried to break the car window with a rock, (laughs) and so I spent a lot of time in the parking lot chasing my baby brother. (laughs) I was chasing him around, trying to stop him from kicking a soccer ball everywhere. Did you, were you uh, successful? I kind of was a little less energetic after that. It's a typical fourteen-year-old. Um, wow! Well, Consider the tie. Yeah, it was a tie. Uh, it was a tie. Um, but generally, now I'm feeling really great, and
2: I plan on having lots of fun. Well, that's you had a lot of fun on stage. You did a little twirl. You want to do a twirl for us this morning? Um, (laughs) I I, I have to ask, were you nervous and how does it feel to make history as the first African-American champion?
3: Uh, first off, I wasn't nervous, and uh, it felt really great to be the first African-American uh, champion because it's just night almost a hundred years of no uh, African-American. It's, it's not too surprising or anything, but it's still kind of sad and stuff uh, for there not to be any African-American winners, but uh, it feels good.
4: Hey, Zayla. It's Tony DeCoppo. I'm always curious why people love the things they love. And what is it about spelling that made you practice seven hours a day and become a champion in it?
3: Uh, I lo- I really love word roots and stuff, and I love moments like when I got the word ancestry, right ancestry, where I like knew immediately what it meant and stuff because I like having roots and stuff makes it kind of like a ba- behind the back path in basketball. It's kind of like asking roots, but it's also like a behind the back path that you've got to make because, like, if you know, don't there are a lot of words that, like, if you don't know the roots, like a word like phylloxera, or phylloxera like which is a word somebody, uh, I believe, by Bhavna uh, Madini, oh, uh, Phylloxera, P-H-Y-L-L-O-X-E-R-A. I believe Bhavna Madini got that word. And like, it sounds really difficult, but if you like study and know the roots, and it's certainly, it's really easy. So just knowing roots is really helpful in spelling. And I love that part of it.
4: Well, we appreciate you being on, even though I misspelled ludicrous on air. <laughs> <the internet. laughs> day. Tony needs to go to spelling. <laughs> Jamie, please take a <laughs> <for> the break. <laughs>
2: Ayla, thank you so much. I cannot wait to see what you do in life. My okay.
0: Edition. All right. So <laughs> that was from uh, CBS this morning uh, from uh, Friday, July 9th, 2021. Uh, Blackamericaweb.com has a really good article also dealing with um, Zaila avant So her father gave her the last name Avant-Garde in honor of John Coltrane. Okay, the the, the jazz uh, musician, John Coltrane. Uh, I wanna try to pull up this article here from um, blackamericaweb.com. African-American spelling bee champ makes history with flair. Now, we, we, I posted this article also on our um, fan page, the African History Network, the African History Network, and, uh, my YouTube channel, my- Michael M. Hotel, I M H O T E P. Um, now we all remember the movie Akila and the Bee, right? Akila and the Bee starring Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer tweeted, uh, and I'm going to pull this up here. Kiki Palmer tweeted, uh, today that she, uh, that, uh, Zaila is the real Akila and the Bee. And we we remember that movie was about a a, a spelling bee competition that uh, Kila was in. I think that was I think that was uh, Kiki Palmer's first movie. I know it was one of her first movies. We look at Blavity has an article about this. And uh, it has the tweet in here also. Uh, We're going to go to that quickly. Let me pull that up here. But this is a brilliant sister. And uh, we talked about this on Roland Martin, the filter today. And I said that all of our children are geniuses. All of our children have that potential that she has. They just need the right teachers and the right coaches and love, et cetera, to bring that out of them. Um So Kiki Palmer praises Zaila avant as the real Akila, as the real Akila. Uh, if we go to this tweet here, uh, Kiki Palmer tweeted, Louisiana teen becomes the first African American contestant to win the national spelling bee. She tweeted the uh, article and, um, uh, Kiki Palmer wrote, uh, the real Aquila, you guys. Yeah, let's see if we can, let me see if we can go to the actual tweet. It, well, it was on Instagram. It was on Instagram. Okay. Let's go. Uh, this here, we'll pull up my Instagram uh, account. And look at this just one second. Okay. Louisiana team becomes the first African American contestant to win National Spelling Bee. So Kiki Palmer tweeted, uh, 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 she posted this article here. Uh, she did this post on Instagram. And she said, uh, the real life Akila, uh, you guys, I'm so happy in my heart. A couple of weeks ago, I sent in a video encouraging all of the contestants. And for this to happen just feels so spiritual. I am so happy. Major love to Doug Atkinson, uh, that allowed me to, uh, to act a dream and thank God for letting me live to see it. Come to fruition. Okay. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Uh, y'all know the way yes. Okay, that's from Aquila and the B. Um, so so great, great story here. I want to go to the there's an article from uh Black America Web. I'm gonna try to pull that up quickly before we get out of here. I posted it on our Facebook fan page, The African History Network, and my YouTube channel, Michael M. Hotep also. So let's look at this. It talked about some history. Uh, I think this was the one that dealt with some history in here. But it also talked about the fact that um, uh, Zaila knew that if she won, she would be the first African-American to win the competition. All right. We got that. So let's close this out. So she uh, she won spelling the word "Muria," M-U-R-R-A-Y, and is a uh, a type of tropical Asiatic and Australian tree. And we have this right here. Let me see. Is that second paragraph? Yeah, right here. Maria. OK, but some very important history here. Uh Zakila knew she would be the first African-American winner uh, of the B. She knew black kids around the country were watching Thursday night's ESPN uh, to uh, telecast. Waiting to be inspired and hoping to follow in the footsteps of someone who looked like them she even thought of magnolia cox cox and then one of the interviews that she did i think it was the one with abc uh abc news uh because I, I watched a, a few interviews that she did she talked about magnolia cox in that interviews magnolia cox was the african-american female who in 1936 became the first uh african-american finest finalist at the spelling bee and was not allowed to stay in the same hotel as the rest of the spell as the rest of the spellers because of segregation jim crow laws in 1936 but zaila never let the moment become too big for her and when she heard what turned out to be the winning word maria um she beamed with confidence it was over okay So she's only been spelling competitively since the age of 12. Okay. Now she has a a coach. She spends seven days, uh, seven hours a day training as well. Talk about dedication. So many of the top script spellers start competing as young as kindergarten. But Zaila only started a few years ago after her father, Space Spacetime, watched the spelling bee on TV and realized his daughter's affinity for doing complicated math in her head could translate well into spelling. Okay, he realized he, he, he realized his daughter's affinity for doing complicated math in her head could translate well to spelling. She progressed quickly enough. To make it to the nationals in 2019, but bowed out in the preliminary rounds. That's when she started to take it more seriously and began working with a private coach, Cole 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 Schaefer Ray, a 20-year-old Yale student, Yale University student, and the 2015 Scripps runner-up. Uh, Cole Schaefer Ray, her coach said, usually, uh, usually to be as good as Zalia, you have to be well connected in the spelling community. You have to be doing it for many years. It was like a mystery. Like, is this person even real? Now Cole Schaefer Ray realized, quickly realized his pupils, extraordinary gifts. He said, she really just has, uh, she really just had a much different approach than any speller I've ever seen. She ba- basically knew the definition of every word that we did, like pretty much verbatim. Quote, she knew not just the word, but the story behind the word, the word origin. OK, the, the etymology of the word, the story behind the word. Um, and she also is really good with um, the roots of words the greek latin roots french roots things like this uh, she knew not just the word but the story behind the word why every letter had to be that letter and could not be anything else sometimes she knew more than she let on part of her strategy she said was to ask about roots that were that were not part of the word she was given just to eliminate them from consideration only one word gave her, uh, trouble, uh, nepeta, uh, which is a genus of mints or a type of mints in uh, N-E-P-E-T-A. And she jumped even higher when she got that one right than she did when she took the trophy. Uh, she talked about nepeta in the, uh, interview with ABC News. I think I also watched the interview she did with the black news channel today as well. So I think it was actually the, the uh, interview with the black news channel. She talked about in the PETA, but she said, I've always struggled with that word. Okay. She said, I've heard it a lot of times. She said, I've, uh, I've heard it a lot of times. I don't know. There's just some, I don't know. They're just, there's just some words for a speller, I just get them and I can't get them right. I even knew it was a genus of plants. I know what you are and I can't get you. Now, her dad gave her the last name avant-garde in tribute to jazz musician, John Coltrane, is a uh, singular champion of a most unusual beat, the first in more than 25 months. Okay, in uh, this is the first spelling bee in more than 25 months because of COVID-19. Last year's bee was canceled because of the coronavirus and this one was fairly modified to minimize risk to children and their families. So read the rest of this article here from blackamericaweb.com. African American spelling bee champ makes history with flair. Then there was a really extensive article from um uh, Nola.com cause she's from uh, Louisiana. It's really a really good one from Nola.com. Uh, also. Let me pull that one up here. Yeah. This one right here that I showed earlier, Louisiana teen is more than a spelling bee finalist. She's a three time world record holder. Louisiana Teen is more than a spelling bee finalist. She's a three-time world record holder. So she holds 3 Guinness Book of World Records for dribbling multiple basketballs at a time. Um so the 14-year-old uh Harvey Louisiana uh from Harvey Louisiana has earned more recognition from her athletic prowess. Uh, than her achievements in spelling. She is a basketball prodigy who has appeared in a commercial with Stephen Curry and owns three Guinness World Records for dribbling multiple, uh, balls simultaneously. Multiple balls, not just basketball, multiple balls simultaneously. She has more than 12,000, uh, Instagram followers where videos of her dazzling skills have won praise from musician uh, Michael Franti, among others. And she hopes to attend Harvard University. Hopefully she'll go to an HBCU. Uh, She also wants to play in the NBA and possibly coach one day. She wants to play in the WNBA WNBA, and possibly coach one day in the NBA. Okay. If she doesn't go to work for uh, NASA. Uh, competitive spelling came relatively late in her life. She started at age 12. Okay, so read the rest of this article. Uh, also from uh, NOLA.com, N-O-L-A, NOLA.com. Louisiana teen is more than the Spelling Bee finalist. She's a three-time world record holder. Okay, great story there. All right. Uh, if you like this type of information, you can support the African History Network, dollar sign the AHN show through cash app, dollar sign the AHN show through cash app, also through PayPal, paypal.me forward slash the AHN show. This helps us keep doing the research and stay on the air, keep broadcasting, uh, pay some of the bills, et cetera. We're, we're here, uh, six days a week, Monday through Friday, and then, uh, Sundays, uh, Sundays we're here two hours, uh, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. on Sundays. And this is, let me scroll down to this. This is our official Cash App account, dollar sign the AHN show, S-H-O-W. You see the picture there. And, uh, it uh, shows, uh, it shows my name and shows my picture there. These other ones here, these are fake African History Network Cash App accounts. Uh, our cash out tag is actually dollar sign a h n show s h o w then also be sure to register for the online course the new online course that uh, that i teach uh, on sundays 2 p.m to 4 p.m eastern standard time and uh, it just started up sunday july 4th as soon as you register you can watch the class from sunday july 4th we did like two hours and 20 minutes so uh, go to our website, africanhistorynetwork.com. Scroll down uh, the page. You'll see the information for the online course. You'll see the flyer here. So it meets Sundays, 10 consecutive Sundays, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can watch from around the world. Okay. Click right here to register here. The class is on sale, $80, regularly $130. Click here to enroll. As soon as you register, you can start uh, watching course content. You can watch class number one. We'll also enroll you in the Saturday class that's wrapping up. We have like one or two more sessions of the Saturday class. And um, with the Saturday class, as soon as you register, you can watch uh, classes one through nine of the Saturday class. Okay. And you'll be able to, you'll also be enrolled in our Sunday class, that meets 2 p.m to 4 p.m Eastern standard time so class number two is going to be sunday july 11th as a bonus you'll get the uh you get a digital download of the uh juneteenth lecture i did on juneteenth uh uh june 16th uh 2021 it's a two two and a half hour lecture i did dealing with the real history of Juneteenth. you get that in digital download format also all right we have to get out of here remember at the african history network you focus on educating Empowering, inspiring people of African descent throughout the diaspora and around the world. Because right now is correct, wrong behaviors not over till we win. Um, be sure to follow us on our Facebook fan page, The African History Network, The African History Network, and uh, my YouTube channel, Michael M. Hotep, I M H O T E P. Remember, right now is correct, wrong behaviors not over till we win. We're kind of forever, and we'll talk to you uh, next time. Peace.
2: Black on Purpose Television Network. Yes black-on-purpose television network. All black, all positive, all the time. The largest black-owned streaming television network in the world. Bringing our people together worldwide. Controlling our messages, our stories, our way. Black TV the way it should be. Black music, black history, and more. 30 plus channels, thousands of shows. Black on Purpose Television Network. Subscribe
5: now.
3: Gain knowledge in minutes from insightful summaries of progressive and socially conscious books. Blacklisted gives you access to curated content that'll satisfy your curiosity to learn and understand different perspectives. Empower yourself through inspirational and actionable ideas. It's easy to read or listen to on the go. Blacklisted, empower yourself. Start your free trial today.
5: Hi, I'm Joel Wilson, president and CEO of JCW Computer Consulting LLC, a technology implementation firm with over 20 years of satisfying customers. We offer a full spectrum of industry top tier branded services. We are an authorized partner or reseller for Lenovo, Zoom, T-Mobile, Microsoft 365 and Surface tablets, Google Workspace, Acer, Asus, Samsung, PCmatic security software and many more. Our online store features laptops, Chromebooks, computers, printers, accessories and software. Businesses, take advantage of our free one-hour Zoom tech consultation and know we offer top nationwide high-speed internet service providers, voiceover IP and cellular phone services. Home users, don't miss our current in-stock Chromebook inventory. Please visit us at jcwcc.com or call 215-879-6701.